Hi everyone, welcome back to Drunk Thoughts But Sober. I am your host, Lily Lindahl, and today we're going to be talking about scary encounters. Before we get started though, we need to do our random fact of the day. So today's random fact is, did you know that a chef's hat has exactly a hundred pleats? Very interesting, I know. So we're gonna start in my childhood. I was probably like seven walking over to my friend's house, she was a neighbor, and I mean like it was kind of a far walk and I saw this guy in a wheelchair and I was like "Mm, that's kind of weird but then I just kept walking and then like you know when you like see someone and you're like please don't come over here and then the second you think that they start coming over near you, yeah so that's exactly what happened and this guy was like definitely like middle-aged like 40s or something And he, like, zooms up to me, and he was like, hey, I lost my cat. Like, in a really creepy voice. Um, Like, I need you to help me find it. Like, come with me. And I bolted. When I tell you, well, also, like, he was in a wheelchair, so I don't think that those things can go very fast. It was one of the ones where it has, like, a joystick kind of situation. Um, But I bolted i was not okay maybe i was in a creepy neighborhood i don't know but again i was probably around the same age and i was going to my friend's house walking alone and another middle-aged man comes up to me and says i lost my dog can you come with me to find my dog and i was like oh no thanks i'm actually going to a friend's house He's like, it'll only take a minute. Like, I think he went over here. Again, I bolted. I don't think it was innocent because I'm like, why would you need a seven-year-old to help you find your dog? Like, you could call someone. Say it was innocent. I feel like those guys are probably like, what the fuck? Moving on. I've only had a few paranormal encounters in my life, but one that always sticks with me is the one when I was probably like eight or nine. I still had my mom sleep in the same room as me because I literally could not sleep alone. So basically, I'm like sleeping there. It's probably like, I don't know, one in the morning or something. And I suddenly hear this weird sound. So I would say like I get like irked very easily. Like for example, if the windshield wipers are like going back and forth really fast and they're not wiping any rain away, like it makes me so like uncomfy and also like mad. And one other thing that literally makes me want to jump out of my skin is say someone has a piece of steak at dinner. And they're cutting the steak with, like, you know, a fork and a knife. And then the fork and a knife, like, scrapes the plate. And it's like, ding, like that really loud, like, awful. I can't even, it's like my ears bleed when that happens. Like, I think I die a little bit whenever that happens. So, basically, 
this sound of like someone scraping like a fork or a knife against a plate was like tormenting me for like two hours and I was like annoying so I was like mom like do you hear that noise and she was like oh like what do you want I'm trying to sleep waved it off and I was like um okay and then I tried to go to sleep and the noise just continued and it was coming from downstairs in the kitchen and then I like woke her up again like 20 minutes later and I was like do you not hear that sound like there is someone in the house and she was like no like I absolutely do not hear anything I don't know what you're talking about so to this day like she never heard any weird sounds and like I like it was like close like you could tell that it was like the sound was coming from somewhere really close and it was so fucking creepy the last creepy encounter um I mean it wasn't really like in my childhood this was only like a few years ago but I felt that this one fit the best um in this category so basically I'm home alone I'm probably like 14 or something and I'm having a pretty good night I'm not scared or anything like that so whenever I'm home alone even like to this day all the lights in the house are on like I always hate seeing like in the horror movies how there will be like a creepy sound and then they'll be like hello and it's like dark I'm like Ditwa, just turn some lights on so I literally as much as I love the environment I don't really give a flying fuck about the electricity bill like I need all the lights to be on I don't want any shadows I don't want any dark corners so I have all the lights on um it's probably like 11 30 I don't know why they were out that late anyway it was like 11 30 and I have I also have music going because if the house is too silent and then I start getting paranoid because the house is too silent then I'll start like you know a floorboard will creak or like something weird will happen and then I'll freak out or something so I have music going over the sound system I'm singing you know I have the lights on and it wasn't even like me pretending that like I wasn't scared like I just like I was chill you know um and then I got hungry so I decided to go downstairs and cook some ramen noodles so I'm like jamming out singing away you know not thinking anyone's there because like why would anyone be there right and then I put a pot of boiling water on the stove as one does and I cook the noodles you get it put the little package of seasoning vibe but literally as the water starts boiling someone starts pounding on my door hello let me in let me in like screaming frantically like pounding on my kitchen door and also my kitchen door was not locked because I like I saw like from the stove I was like using like laser vision I'm like is the door locked and it was not locked and also um half the door like it has a window on it so like someone could so easily just break the window and then like put their hand inside and like do the lock so that also freaked me out I 
drop down to my hands and knees like I army crawled over to the door and I locked the door like I locked the bolt and then I also locked like the doorknob and then I army crawl back over <laughs> I army crawl back over to the stove at this point I literally thought my life was in danger like it was so scary like this person was pounding my door screaming like let me in let me in for like seven minutes straight okay so I armor crawl over to the stove I like peek my head up above the counter and I turn the ramen off I'm like fuck the ramen I don't need the ramen and then I make a run for it upstairs and I call my mom she didn't pick up (laughs) I always say, I'm like, mom, if you didn't pick up, like, sometimes, like, I mean, like, yeah, she's human, like, she won't pick up the phone, and I'll just be like, what if I was, like, on the side of the road, like, being kidnapped, and you didn't pick up, you know, anyway, so, basically, she doesn't pick up, I'm in my room, I'm trying to lock my door, um, and then I remember, like, this house is really old, um, I don't really know if that's an excuse for a lock to not work, but, like, my door, like, does not lock. It's so bad. And neither does my bathroom door. None of the doors fucking lock. I'm like, shit. So I call, um, I was 14. So, like, I had someone pick me up and drop me off at school. And I, her name was Mary, and I called her. Because she lived just a few houses away and I was like I am flipping out there's someone like pounding my door like yelling so she comes over and like walks around the yard and says that there's no one there I went like meanwhile I texted my mom and then she was like you need to call the cops I don't know why I've always had this like fear of calling the police I feel like that would be so last resort like I think maybe it's like my guilty conscience because like I wouldn't you know, want them to come over and then not find anything and then think, like, what if someone else's, you know, know, like, life was actually in danger and I just, like, took away that time. I don't know. Law enforcement, like, scares me. Anyway, um, so Mary comes over, checks it out, and says that there's no one there. Um, I'm still, like, shaken to the core. And I, you know, on her way over because, like, she you know, you have to get in your car and then, like, drive over and stuff, um, I'm thinking, okay, well, what happens if the guy gets inside, am I gonna use a fire escape ladder, like, what am I gonna use to defend myself, like, a fucking pencil, like, I was not okay, to this day, probably one of the scariest nights of my life, and also, Mary finds an Amazon package right outside of the kitchen door where the guy was, but, you know, and then I was like, oh, it was, you know, an Amazon package, and, like, my mom came home, and I told her, like, it was the Amazon delivery guy, he wasn't wearing anything that would identify that he, um, worked at Amazon, like, he was wearing, like, a normal t-shirt, and, like, I don't even know what he was wearing, and not to be racist, but he was, black and he was like not light-skinned like he was very dark and it was dark outside so like when I looked out the kitchen window all I saw were like two eyes and then like the pounding and the yelling 
Um, and I didn't think about it until like a few months ago. I was like, wait, what if the Amazon package was a ploy? Or what if it was already there? Because my mom, like, she went to work and then she went right to this, like, event or whatever. So I was like, well, maybe the package had already been there and this guy was actually just crazy. Because it doesn't match up. Why would an Amazon delivery person drop something off at 11.45 at night? They wouldn't. The next segment is going to be vacations. So I'm at this, like, sandals resort in Jamaica and it's for a business trip so my mom's like off I don't know where and I'm just doing my own thing chilling getting food and I'm waiting for this pizza which by the way took 45 fucking minutes to come out and there was no one there I was the first customer of the day it was 10 30 in the morning and it took 45 minutes for them to get me a pizza anyway um this like worker who worked there okay um comes up to me and he was like he's like what's a beautiful girl like you doing out here all alone and I was like <laughs> it was so creepy right even from the start like it was not even just like a cute greeting or anything like it was so weird and the guy came like two inches away from my face and I was like oh like I'm just getting food you can tell when you're talking to someone and they're like, get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? You can tell when someone is like bothered by you. But this guy like was not picking up what I was putting down. And um, he was just like, you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. He was like, oh, how? Like, all those boys are stupid for not liking you. And I was like, where's my fucking food? And then, you know, he was like, oh, are you shy? you seem shy, and I was like, um, no, like, I'm not shy, and I was thinking, like, I just want you to get the fuck away from me, and that, like, continued, I shit you not, for the whole 45 minutes until I got my pizza, and then he leaves, and then he, like, comes back, and it was very weird, because he was asking me the same questions, what's a pretty girl like you doing out here all alone, do you have a boyfriend, like, the same stuff again, it was very fucking weird. Up next, Belize so basically you Belize um we went to a like an island we weren't on the mainland of Belize and it's like all golf carts it's kind of rare I mean they have like vans but most people especially tourists use golf carts so basically my mom and I wanted to rent a golf cart but it was like more expensive at the hotel or like the resort or whatever than it was um off the perimeter or whatever and the guy there which was like I don't know like you're totally risking like losing your job because this guy was like yeah so I always tell the customers you know I can refer you to a friend of mine down the street who sells the golf carts for rental for a lot cheaper you can't tell anyone don't tell my boss or else I get fired like he was walking such a thin line anyway and I don't even think it was like worth it I'm like you're not making any money oh he was making money though because we like paid him under the counter maybe that's why he was doing it anyway so basically we go to this guy and it was a very fucking weird situation so we had to pay in all cash 
he was like no credit card like nothing like you need to pay in cash and it was like it was like a boatload because we were renting it for a week you know um and it was like 60 bucks even just for like an afternoon um so we like hand him like a shit ton of like cash and I'm sitting there I'm like you know on my phone pretending to like because if I wasn't on my phone then it would have looked like I was really scared because I was I was kind of pooping my pants and my mom is like negotiating with this guy we're in a hookah lounge first of all like what the fuck we're renting a golf cart from like a random hookah lounge right um and we follow the guy into the hookah lounge or whatever um who was referred to us and then two other guys show up um very like scary looking they're probably in some sort of like cartel or something because like most of the people there like looked very friendly but these people looked like they definitely had something sketchy going on um and then you know like they were going through the money like making sure that it was all there they were like you know like raising the bills like up to the sunlight to see I don't know like whatever they do to check that and they were like talking um it's like Creole-ish I don't know it's like it's still English but it's so that heavily like changed that it's like barely English and they were also talking Arabic um so I had no idea what they were saying my mom didn't either and my mom and I were kind of just sitting there like what the fuck I just want a golf cart and I want to leave and this was like a 40 minute ordeal to get like this golf cart because half the time we were just sitting there the guy is like using his calculator to like calculate stuff and you know it's like keeps looking at us looks at the calculator looks at us and it was really weird and then like the other two guys were like staring me down like as if they were like you know if you leave I'm gonna do something like it looked like they were like supervising me it was fucking weird um and then you know they're like discussing the payments and everything to each other Um, like whispering Um, and then they're like looking at us whispering looking at us and then we finally got this like dingy ass golf cart and like literally the steering wheel like did not work the steering wheel was like almost off of the thing that holds the steering wheel so yeah another scary story when I was traveling would be in Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica for a vet trip and it we were in rural Costa Rica. Like we were far from the city, like nothing like that. Like we were literally like in the outskirts, like, you know, like dingy little houses with clotheslines, you know, so people could hang their clothes and like farmers everywhere. No one spoke English. Like unless you were a tour guide, like the people there like did not speak English so I needed to go to the bathroom and this was like during one of the I don't know we were like milking cows or something so I need to go to the bathroom and the counselors there were like so whack they like absolutely did not give a flying fuck about us I don't think they even like they definitely did not know what they 
they were doing. They're like, oh yeah, sure. You want to jump off a cliff? Yeah, go for it. So basically I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom. And they're like, okay. And like, I didn't even think about it either. Because like they did this whole like buddy system, like presentation thing. Because it was like something that they had to read from the manual to us. Um, and I didn't like, I was like, I don't need a buddy. Like I didn't think about that until I get, so I'm looking around. I'm like, where the fuck is the bathroom? Because no one actually told me where the bathroom was. I'm alone. I, one, I'm not even white. Like I'm Asian. They're like, what the fuck is this person from like the other side of the world doing here? Okay. And basically I'm looking for the bathroom I see an outhouse I go to the side of where I thought there would be a door there was not a door it turned out it wasn't an outhouse it was just some like building with no doors I don't know and then I asked the bus driver that drove us there I was like hey where's the bathroom and he just pointed and he was like you go down there and then you turn left and you go down there and then you'll turn left and then you'll see it and I was like bitch what because he was pointing like the farmland and the dirt road just went on for like miles and I'm like uh, I was like okay because you know because I asked him I was like oh can you repeat that can you repeat that again and then I was just like okay I don't want to bother him anymore so I just went and I'm walking down the dirt road I'm looking at my phone I don't have any service okay and there's like goats and like chickens just like walking around in the road there's like street dogs um like I was literally alone in rural Costa Rica I probably walked like a mile until I saw the fucking bathroom and then I couldn't get the gate open so I (laughs) I turned to the house that was next to the bathroom and I was like I you done a <laughs> and the lady was like just staring at me like did not say anything and then for some reason she sent her kid over I don't know why you would send your kid like why wouldn't you be like you stay here I'm gonna go so this like eight-year-old girl comes over and she's like hola and I was like hola necesito ayuda necesito baño and she was like just staring at me with like this blank expression like nothing like you know no entiendo just like stares at me and I was like puedes ayudarme and she continues to stare at me and then I just see in my peripheral like (laughs) the mom is standing there the eight-year-old girl is like with me and then suddenly the mom is carrying like her newborn child and the dad comes out and then the brother and the sister and the other brother and the other sister so there's just this whole family like standing on the porch like staring at me and it was like comical but it was also fucking scary because like they had no idea what I was saying and I was like I you done it like I was just repeating it over and over again I'm like I need the fucking bathroom mind you I also I needed to piss so bad Honestly, in hindsight, I should have just pissed like in a bush because there was no one there anyway because it was rural Costa Rica, but I wasn't thinking straight. Um, and then, you know, I got a lot of no entiendos, so that was fun. I was like, like pointing to the bathroom and then finally the bitch just like 
opens the gate. I'm like, you could have done that 30 minutes ago, but I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Go to the bathroom. There's no toilet paper. It, like, I have never been so sweaty in my whole life because I was wearing, like, surgical scrubs. So I'm wearing, like, scrub pants, scrub shirt, these, like, rain boots. So I'm, like, trudging around in these fucking rain boots. It was probably, like, 95 outside. And in the bathroom, there was no ventilation. So, like, when you closed the door, like, I literally, like, could not, like, breathe because it was so hot in there. Um, so I go out. I'm trying to return to the camp. I was like, gracias for nothing, but whatever. And then I realized that I was lost. Okay. I was like, I think I came from that way. I don't know, because suddenly the road split into three. And I was like, I don't remember the road splitting into three. I thought there was only one road. It was very fucking creepy. I had no service. Obviously, my AP Spanish skills were not carrying and suddenly like all these guys um in a truck like a 18 eh, not an 18 wheeler but like a truck they come zooming along again I'm like a girl that's like 17 like disheveled and they were like whistling and he was like ay chica like ay ay mama like it so I again <laughs> similar to my childhood I just started fucking bolting I was like "Uh uh-uh I'm not fucking doing this and then somehow miraculously I chose the right path but if I hadn't I don't know how far I would have walked in the wrong direction so yeah obviously my Spanish skills aren't that good next segment of this episode is going to be scary encounters while I was doing DoorDash. So basically over the summer, um, I needed, you know, like, I don't know, my mom wanted me to work for like extra money in college and like learn that money doesn't grow on trees or whatever the fuck. So basically I'm doing DoorDash. Most of the time it's like, okay. But there have been a few scary encounters to begin. It is probably like 1045 at night. I, again, I'm a girl. I'm alone. Does not look good. And a lot of times, I don't know why, but like 75% of the orders are probably like from men. Like, I don't know why that is. And it's really fucking weird. So I'm driving and then, you know, like I cross from the city to like, farmland and it's just farmland and farmland you in the road no other cars no lighting nothing which in itself is so eerie and creepy and there were just like trees and trees and like more trees and I'm like driving into this like camp looking thing um it was apartments when I was like what the fuck why would you live in the middle of the woods like it was just like trees and trees it was literally like something out of the sinister horror movie anyway so I like I'm driving in circles for like 20 minutes trying to find this dumb fuck's house and then I finally find it it's like creepy and then I like skirt the fuck out of there of 
course I make a wrong turn and then I have no idea where I am because it's pitch black um and then I was like wait I think I came from the left and I had to use my inner compass because there was no wi-fi okay and then I shit you not I don't know if this was paranormal I don't know if I was like severely dehydrated or something but I kid you not I saw a woman in a white nightgown like on the side of the road scariest fucking moment of my life like I fucking chills I was not okay and then a few weeks later I had to go back to that guy's house and the first time like he was waiting for me so long that he was like standing outside I guess because I was taking that long and uh second time he like wasn't there but I knew where the house was better, or the apartment was better. So, basically, I drop off the dude's food. And I'm, like, looking around. It's, like, weird because there was, like, a scooter just, like, on, you know, like, in the front yard. Like, the front yard was, like, covered in, like, kids' toys. But they were, like, really dirty and it was, like, creepy. Um, and then I, like, look into this dude's house, and it was very weird, because usually, like, if you go to a front door, the first thing that you'll see is either, like, you know, you walk in, and it's the living room, or you'll see, like, a flight of stairs going up. I only saw a flight of stairs going down. Like, immediately, the second you opened the door, it was, like, to the basement. It was so fucking weird, and there, I just remember, like, the hallway was, like, covered in cleaning products like bleach, lye, Windex, like everything that you would use to murder someone and like the house was not taken care of and it was so scary. I don't know why I went out there. Um, yeah. Next one, um, I would say was when there was a guy following me down the freeway. Um, because so basically I, I'm a paranoid person, you know, I feel that, you know, you can look at me the wrong way and I'll be like, you're trying to kidnap me, which is not true usually, but, you know, I think it's better to be safe than sorry. Anyway, so basically I'm driving, again, doing my little DoorDash, and there's a guy in a sketchy car, like, it was not a nice car or anything, and I'm not trying to be judgy, but, like, it was a very fucking sketchy car, okay? And it was probably, like, 15 minutes of me, like, going down a one-way road. And, I mean, like, yeah, it's happened before. And then the person, like, finally turns off because it's, you know, I don't know. But, basically, I knew that he was following me when I started getting scared. And I basically ran a red. Like, not like it was, like, solid red and I ran through it. It was, like, it was turning orange and then red and it was definitely red when the guy got there and he just kept going and he was like tailing me like it was not like he was like kind of like he was fucking tailing me um and it wasn't like oh I'm trying to make the light like no like I at this point was like definitely a few hundred yards in front of him because I was like speeding because I was like I need to get the fuck away from this person and he just like kept following me and then he continued to tell me, like, down the freeway, um, scariest, I, I see this for all that, scary moment, 
Okay. Um, another one. One time I'm getting out to deliver something. And I... He's in horror movies or, like, serial killer movies. Like, the person, like, gets out of their car and then they're, like, you know, not paying attention. The person, like, comes up from behind them or, like approaches them really quickly and the person will be like oh my god you scared me and then like they end up being bad so I get out of my fucking car I open my door I'm like standing and I don't know where this guy appeared from he literally appeared out of thin air he was standing like two inches away from my face I shit you not like I screamed I was like ah! like I shrieked like where the fuck did this guy come from? Like, I literally opened my door. There was no one there. And then I get out of my car and suddenly this guy is, like, two inches away from my face. I literally thought I was about to be kidnapped. Um, last two. Um, I had to drop off something in the hood. It was late at night. Probably not a good idea. And I'm at a stoplight. Apparently, I also didn't know that, like, carjackings were, like, a thing. But, anyway, um, I'm at a stoplight, and suddenly, like, this dude, like, probably 300 pounds, like, definitely could annihilate me, just starts, like, run, like, briskly walking towards my window. And then he, like, put his hands on the window and, like, stared at me. And I just, like, I went. I was like, I don't give a flying fuck if it's a red light. Like, I am not doing this. Um, and then the last one, I was dropping something off at a motel in, like, the farm area where it's just, like, farmland and stuff. I didn't know that it was a motel. I just thought it was a regular address, but it was a motel. Um, and not, like, a cute one. Like, I'm guessing there was probably, like, some sort of prostitute activity going on in there. Like, the lights were, like, dim and, like, flickering you know um it like low-key looked abandoned and I'm driving around trying to find this dude's house or this whatever room he's renting out and then there was no pool like it was literally just a plot of land the motel parking spots and then like the back of the motel was like right up to the woods like there was no pool as far as I could see because it's off the motel was off the side of the highway so basically I finally you know find this dude's house but before I do that I pass two guys that are wearing um like towels around and their hair is wet and um they have like swim trunks on it was not raining I was like what the fuck and they were like what's a pretty girl like you doing it they always all of these creepy guys always go in with a what's this what's a pretty girl like you doing out here all alone Never say that unless you actually want to be creepy, okay? Don't say that. So I was like, <laughs> and then I jump out so fast and then, you know, f basically throw this guy's food in front of his door and then I like bolt. And then I am basically home and this stupid ass guy is like, you forgot my Mountain Dew. And I... Again, it's my stupid guilty conscience. Like, sometimes it sucks to be, like, a good person. And it's not always because I want to. It's because, like, I would get so anxious if I didn't. And I was like, I don't want my ratings to go down. So I'm going to drive back 
the 30 minutes that I just came to drop off a single Mountain Dew, it was like 11.45 at night. I don't think you need that caffeine, buddy. Okay? Um, and I drove back. It was like 30 minutes later. And the guys in the wet towel were still standing there. They were like big. Like two guys, like they looked like they could be like security guards. Same thing. What's a pretty girl like you doing? I'm like, you said that 30 minutes ago. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. I got out of there so fast. It was literally something out of, like, Bates Motel or, like, American Horror Story, like, something. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I hope that you all enjoyed, and I will be here next week for some other interesting stories and opinions.